This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Rapid Reaction edition of Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And we are here to talk rounds two and three of the NFL draft for the Carolina Panthers specifically. Um, We've had our second round pick, but we're going to start off talking about yesterday. We're going to kind of recap, after 24 hours or so, our thoughts on Derek Brown uh, we're also going to kind of talk about a couple of other players from the first round, some surprises, some things we liked, things we didn't like. Um, so, Jerry, after having some time to digest it, I know last night you weren't super excited about Derek Brown. Have have your thoughts changed at all? Uh, I was, maybe I was tired, but and I liked the pick. But when I woke up this morning, I absolutely loved it. The more and more I thought about it, the more and more that's what this defense needs. I know Simmons was available. But if Simmons was picked and we had no defensive tackle up front, the blockers would have just got there and he would have made no difference whatsoever to this team. He's a flashy guy. This team doesn't need flashy right now. It needs building blocks. And Derek Brown's a building block, and I think he's going to be a stud for us for a long time. Absolutely love it. And I went on Twitter and I was shocked at how many Panther fans are just berating this pick. This is... A lot of people, a lot of analysts had this guy as, like, number three overall on their big boards. I mean, yeah. Chase Young, Joe Burrow, and him. I mean, I, I don't know what they're really expecting. I know he's not going to put up flashy numbers. He's not going to sack the quarterback a lot. He's not going to, you know, be a numbers guy. He's just going to chew up blockers to, so Brian Burns, K.K. Short, and our second-round pick can get those stats. He's going to be those guys that makes a lot of money for not that doesn't show on the stat sheet. Yeah, I agree. And I, and I saw a lot of that as well. Um, and I, I sort of just put that off to people looking for some excitement from the Panthers team. And a defensive tackle is just not exciting, right? I mean, I, and I kind of I understand that, especially with Simmons on the board. Simmons is a guy that you that does show up in the stat sheet. And losing a guy like Luke Keekley, you want to sort of, if you have a chance to put somebody in there that could maybe replace some of that production, then you want to do that. But you're right, Derek Brown. I mean, without a good deep off, you know, defensive line, then everybody's going to suck on that defense. So I love the pick as well. I I really liked it, you know, at the time. Again, last night. You know, we were probably both pretty tired, so maybe it didn't sound like we were super enthusiastic about it, but we are. Um, I did want to read one thing that our great reporter David Newton tweeted last night. And you say great with uh, quotes (laughs) over on that? Yeah, I'm being sarcastic like Trump was when he was talking about drinking bleach. Um, (laughs) uh, Let's not go political. David Newton says... The Panthers liked Clemson linebacker Isaiah Simmons a lot at number seven, and he was the best pure athlete on the board. 
but they felt he was a better fit for a veteran team because his ability to play so many positions. So they went with Auburn DT Derek Brown. That's <laughs> BS. <laughs> That's such BS. That is not why they didn't draft Simmons. <laughs> they drafted Brown because they liked Brown. They wanted yeah. they had their eyes on Brown the whole time and they were thrilled that he fell to them. He was number one on their board. Doesn't have anything to do with the fact that Simmons is better for a veteran. What does that even mean? I, I don't know. It, and with, uh, I'm not jumping early, but with our second pick, it kind of tips what Matt Rule wants to do on defense, what he believes the strength should be. Yeah. And Isaiah Simmons doesn't fall to that. A linebacker doesn't fall to what he wants the strength of this defense to be, from my perspective. No, you're right, and I think Rule came in, and he and Herney have decided that they're going to build this defensive line first as the foundation, and again, you know, this year, 2020, is probably not going to be a banner year for the Panthers, but we're starting something, right? Mm -hmm. And this is how you start something. You get a guy who's going to be the foundation of your defense for years to come. And look at the, the quarterbacks in our division. Matt Ryan. Drew mm-hmm. Brees, Tom Brady. Yeah. I mean, two all Hall of Famers, Matt Ryan. I think he possibly. I mean, I he's, he's, he's on his way. Yeah, he's a good guy. I, he's a good player, not <laughs> a, good a good guy. guy. <laughs> he's a horrible guy. I don't know personally, but anyways, if we can break that line up and have have them feel pressure from up the middle, that's where those pocket passers really get into trouble. I mean. I don't see Tom Brady and Drew Brees being able to run around that much anymore. Uh, yeah. Matt Ryan never, never has ran been around. that <laughs> right. mobility. So if you collapse a pocket from the middle, I think that's a great way to really disrupt that passing game. Because obviously our corners right now are, I didn't know Corden Elder is still on our team somehow. <laughs> it's starting. Yeah, well, that's a, you know, the, the secondary is obviously a problem, but um, yeah, and, and Derek Brown, not only are you talking about a great pass rush, but he's an extremely good run blocker, and yes. that was a massive problem on this team last year. As we all know, we were, what, 31st in the league in stopping the run last year? I mean, that it was, was terrible. Crazy. It was terrible. Every team ran on us last year. It, it was awful. That was I've never felt so bad against for our Panthers run defense. Yeah, like I did last year. Last year I just I was just blown away with how bad they were. They were just truly, truly bad. Part of me wonders if, realistically, is that why Luke Keekley retired? Just because he was so beaten down last year mentally from how bad that team was. Like I wonder if it played something into it. Hey, can you imagine if we still had Luke? If Luke didn't retire right now with those guys up front, yeah. him in the backfield or back there, that would be. I know him being able to run sideline. He would, he would probably have close to an MVP style season. He may not be up there because the secondary again is going to just get torched this year. Just, just be prepared. <laughs> yeah. Well, it would be. <laughs> yeah. This I would feel differently about the upcoming season if Luke was still on the team. That's how much he meant to the team. Yeah. Um. Okay, cool. So we both are, you know, even more excited today than we were yesterday about Brown, and we're both fine that they didn't go Simmons, it sounds like. All right, let's talk about some of the other picks from the first round 
Um, some that we liked, some that we didn't like, and maybe some surprises that we saw. Um, let's kick it off, I think, with probably the most surprising pick of the first round, and that's Jordan Love going to Green Bay. How pissed off do you think Aaron Rodgers was when he saw this pick? I was shocked I didn't hear that he wanted to be traded. <laughs> like immediately he demanded a trade. Yeah. No, 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 none of this. I'm out. <laughs> I had heard, I, I did see that uh, somebody said, sources said that he was extremely upset about it, um, which it makes oh, sense. Oh, would you be? Yeah, makes you sense. Are one, you're one game away from the Super Bowl, and then they decide to do this? I mean, come on. That, that, you... He needed weapons, and instead they get his replacement. Yeah, that's pretty insulting, honestly. And, I mean, I don't know. I had seen that uh, the last time the Packers picked a skill position player in the first <laughs> round was 2005, which was Aaron Rodgers. So they uh, haven't pay- they haven't given him any first-round weapons uh, since they drafted him. I mean, that's wild. That's crazy. Now, now, they, they did sign a big free agent to start receiver for him. Devin, Devin Funches. Funches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, I, I don't know. If I was a Green Bay Packers fan, I would not be happy at all at that. No, I wouldn't. Well, I wouldn't either. In fact, I was watching a little video of, uh, uh, God, who's the, who's the old punter that is now, uh, Pat McAfee, Pat McAfee. Yeah. And I guess he's got a guy on his show who's a, diehard Packers fan and he basically just got up and left when the pick was made you cussing the whole way out um give me maybe a surprise or a pick you liked pick you didn't like well a pick I liked was coming in and I'm pulling up the exact number here it was number 16 the Atlanta Falcons cornerback from Clemson AJ Terrell I love this pick because I feel like this was an extreme reach if you remember in our, you know, mocks, I said to keep an eye out for him because I thought, hey, he may not be a bad guy in the third round, maybe maybe even mm-hmm. second, because he's not fast. I think he, he ran pretty slow. I think like a 4.7 or so at the combine. And we have a lot of speedy receivers, so I think this is going to be help us out, actually. I don't think he's going to be that stud corner. I mean, it seems like such a stretch for them. Yeah, that was that was a weird one, um, especially with some other corners on the board who were way more highly thought of and rated. Um, there was a bit of a run on corners in the draft, but he definitely wasn't at the top of the list that I was looking at, or even just from my own research, a guy that I thought was going to go in the first round. Um, I don't know, a pick that I thought was kind of odd was the... Eagles taking Jalen Rager with the 21st pick uh, wide receiver when Justin Jefferson, who was widely thought of to be, you know, just a step below the Judy Mm -hmm. CD lamb range uh, was still on the board. So I was very surprised to see that. And I think a lot of Eagles fans were pretty upset with that pick. Um, they needed a wide receiver, obviously, but this guy is, you know, he's, I don't know, just not not who I thought they would go after, and I don't know that, 
I feel like he he reminds me of uh, Nelson Aguilar, who was just kind of a bust there. So, um, tra- yeah. uh, Tampa Bay did trade up one spot to take a, an offensive tackle to help protect Tom Brady. They gave up a fourth round pick to basically trade up one spot with uh, San Francisco. So I guess maybe they thought San Francisco was going to take that player or they just wanted to make sure, but I'm not sure that they really needed to trade up to do that. So that was kind of funny, but uh, you know, Tampa doing some good things. there, getting uh, some protection for Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, One thing I really liked, my dad will probably listen to this and hate me because he, he's a Chargers fan and really hates the Broncos, but I think the Broncos got a steal with Jerry Judy at 15. I think he's not the fastest guy, the biggest guy, but I think he is an excellent route runner and that's that gets guys open in the NFL. I and I think he's going to be so great for that organization being able to get open and get those passes. Yeah, he was by far the highest rated wide receiver coming out and he wasn't even the first wide receiver taken Mm -mm. henry ruggs who is a classic raiders pick went to las vegas uh basically like he runs a two four seven or four two seven sorry (laughs) two four seven would be extremely fast he runs a four two seven (laughs) yeah he's cheetah um so yeah henry ruggs that was probably the other biggest surprise of the draft was or the first round at least was uh Henry Ruggs going as the first wide receiver overall. You and I and one of our other friends did a sort of a little bet sheet of who the first wide receiver to be taken would be. And we all either had Lamb or Judy. And nobody even thought about Ruggs. I didn't even consider him. So, um, all right. Well, any other thoughts on the first round before we start moving into the Panthers' two picks that have happened now? Uh. No, I. It was fun. I'm glad we got Derek Brown, and now we'll you know, see how the rest of the draft goes. All right. Well, let's move into the second round. The Carolina Panthers ended up having two picks in the second round here. Um, the first one happened uh, what about an hour and a half ago? Uh, defensive end Yitter Gross Matos, and I'm probably butchering that first name. Uh, I, I'm going to call him Yitor Gross. Yitor. Matos. Matos. And I believe that's how you say his name. I kind of looked up how you're supposed to say it, and that's the way you read it out, I believe. Yitor. Okay. I'm sure I'll get it wrong many more times oh, me over too. the course of this podcast. Um, so, yeah, defensive, defensive lineman, um, you know, we kind of alluded to it before. This is how the Panthers are looking to build this team from the defensive line out. And I really like this pick. I do too. I was not very familiar with him. I saw that most pundits had a late first uh, first round grade on him, so I did some research once we drafted him. I wasn't up on him. I really like the guy. I, he's a prototypical 4-3 defensive end. Uh, great size, great speed. Uh, he's not. I don't think he's going to be like Brian Burns where he just burns off people, but I think he's going to be able to stop the run a little bit better. And then if put him and Derek, Kerry Kay, and Brian Burns on that line, they can rush the passer and hopefully stop that run. I like the improvement that this line has. 
suddenly this defensive line actually looks pretty formidable when, you know, a, the day before yesterday, it looked awful. It was, yeah, it was KK short and Brian. Nobody. Yeah. Yeah. F.A. Obata may have been in there <laughs> with plug yeah. it in there. Right. And now F.A. Obata is just going to end up being a super sub probably. Yep. So uh, I'm feeling way more excited about this defense than I was, like I said, just a few days ago. Um, but I mean, this, these were positions of incredible need for us and we went after them and got them. Um, I do just want to say that David Newton once again had a great, um, tweet about Yitor Gross Matos. Just say Yitor, like (laughs) Minotaur. Yitor. Like Minotaur? Yitor? (laughs) Minotaur. Yitor. Yitor Gross Matos. Uh, new coach Matt Rule is serious about building his defense from the inside out. After taking DT Derek Brown at seven, he went with the more athletic defensive end in Penn State's Yator Gross Matos. This kid lacks all the physical attributes to develop into a great pass rusher. And with Brown and K1 short, inside teams won't be able to double team him. He's a true DE in a 4 3 scheme, so he'll fill a big need. Let me repeat, this kid lacks all the physical attributes needed to develop into a great pass rusher. David Newton, man, th- your job is to write words. What is going on here? Well, not only that, every, everything I've read since we drafted him has said he's a physical specimen that right. he, ha- <laughs> he can develop into the great type of defensive end. As another massive guy, 6'5", 266. I mean, our defensive line is going to be huge. Yeah. Yes, I don't think are. I think Burns is Burns is kind of a shorter guy, right? But um or is he? Burns is a pretty big guy, actually. Yeah. He's just a little thinner, but yeah. yeah, he's a big guy. I remember I remember watching last year and thinking how big he was. Um, yeah, he's just really thin looking. Yeah. Because of his big frame. I mean, Burns is 6'5". <laughs> so now we've got so Brown is 6'5". <laughs> Gross Matos is 6'5". Burns is 6'5". I don't know how tall um, F.A. Obata is, but he's got, he's pretty big, too. Hey, hey, we got a shorty in the stat. Uh, you know, K.K. Short's only 6'3". There you go. <laughs> F.A. Obata is 6'6". Six, six. Jeez. Dang. All right. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm super Drew excited Bree about this. Can Drew see over this line? <laughs> I, I know. That's a good question. You know? Oh, man. So, uh... So the next pick is kind of a surprise here. The Panthers trade up to the 32nd pick of the second round. Uh, very last pick of the second round. So they move up, what, six or seven spots um, mm-hmm. from where they were. They ended up giving up their third round pick and a fifth round pick. I believe it's our original fifth round pick. So I think we still have the second fifth round pick uh, or the second pick of the fifth round. Nope, I'm sorry. They traded the second pick of the fifth round. So we still have the sixth pick of the fifth round. Uh, yeah, that's all right. Sorry, I, I'm confusing anyone. But the Panthers select Jeremy Chin, safety out of Southern Illinois, with the 32nd pick of the second round. Jerry, you're not too excited about this. I am not. Uh, I know our secondary needs help, but I don't think trading up to get a safety is going to be that beneficial to the secondary. Uh, right now... They brought in Burris to start with Trey Boston, which I wasn't thrilled about either. He's a journeyman and not that great. But to trade up to get this guy, yeah, 
he's a big dude, 6'3", 221, uh, ran a 4'4", 5". He's a big, fast guy for a safety. But safety is good and everything, but we're going to be starting Dante Jackson <laughs> and Cole Luke or Corn Elder. Like, we have no corners on this team. And I, I know there wasn't a great corner available right now. It just really worries me. And this guy, he could become really good for this team. I Honestly, if our cornerback situation was anything better, I probably would love this guy for a safety for us, for the future. Yeah, um, I'm not quite as down on the pick as you. I, don't, I do question whether or not we needed to draft up to get him or to trade up to get him. Um, but he is listed as, and, and we're going by ESPN ranks here, so take that with a grain of salt. But they have him listed as uh, 50th overall, and we got him at 64. So that's good value. And the fourth ranked safety in the draft. So, you know, they think pretty highly of him. Um, I think safety, you know, like you said, we we brought in Burris. I wasn't super comfortable with him starting. Um, maybe Jeremy Chin is the guy who comes in. He's big. Following the theme here, right, of drafting tall, big defenders, this guy's 6'3", 221. He's got he's fast. He ran a 4'4". He's got a 41-inch vertical, so he's super athletic. Um, I'm pretty happy with it, honestly. Again, I think I'd have been happier if we got him in the third round instead of having to trade up, but I don't hate it. <sighs> I, I guess maybe I'm just disappointed because I see so many holes and I didn't see safety. Safety never... I feel like you can get away with being a mediocre safeties. Yeah. I don't see getting away with a, a mediocre corners and mediocre linebacker. I, and I guess that's kind of my issues with this pick. I don't, The guy himself, I think he's going to be a phenomenal player. Just by his size, physical attributes, he's going to have to get, you know, a few things. It says he struggles in coverage sometimes, so he's going to have to get his ball hawking skills up. But mm-hmm. just, you know, Logan Wilson was out there, a linebacker I really liked, you know, and I feel like he would have shored that kind of group up for this season. But you got to go with what they go with. They wanted him, so I hope it works out. They wanted him enough to give up a, another pick and a draft where we need as many guys as we can. Um, they liked him enough to move up to get him. So I did read that this guy didn't know a lot about him before the pick. I've done some very quick research on him. Again, this is our rapid reaction. Tomorrow we'll have probably have different thoughts on him. But he is pretty versatile guy, apparently. He can play some corner. Um, he can play in the slot. He can play deep. He can play center field. So versatile safety is good maybe he's our number one safety in a couple of years trey boston is our you know other safety i mean that's a good that's pretty good if trey boston is your second best safety that's what they were hoping this year when eric reed kind of shit the bed (laughs) (laughs) and from when i watched his highlight it feels like he will fill that eric reed role more in the box and trey boston can play and Mm -hmm. that hard hitting safety so I get it, and he'll probably unseat Burris because that again, you and I both didn't have the most faith in Burris, but yeah, just I just feel like we had so many needs, and safety was one of the needs that yeah we needed, but nothing spectacular. 
Yeah, and I'll just kind of reiterate what I said yesterday. Is this this team has so many needs? I'm almost happy with any pick. You know, I'm gonna look at the silver lining with any of these picks. So, other than taking a quarterback or a running back in the first round, I was pretty happy with anybody. Yeah. So, I do want to read this grade from CBS Sports, uh, Chris Trapasso, uh, on Christian or Jeremy Chin. Mm-hmm. He gave him an A. Uh, Chin. He gave the pick an A, a for the Panthers. Yeah, he gave the okay. pick an A. Chin is Isaiah Simmons light. Uh, mm-hmm. He may be more twitchy, a do-everything safety slash linebacker with made-in-lab type athleticism. I mean... That's interesting. That's a very high praise. So I wonder if they're thinking of... So so this, this happened with Thomas Davis back in the day. He was mm-hmm. a safety in college, and they transitioned him to linebacker. So I wonder if that's the plan with Chin. It could be. I don't know. I, I just read that, and I was like, yeah, well... I really like his situs and speed, and if they decide to do that, that makes sense. I mean, four, four, five is very fast. Yeah. I yeah, mean, he it could, is. He could. I guess he could become that hybrid type of guy that, you know, outside linebacker that lines up on the tight ends or even sometimes slot guys. Interesting. Um, I'm looking at Carolina, the Charlotte Observer website here. They're saying they don't mention anything about him switching to linebacker, they're basically saying that he could play corner for the Panthers. So, if he if he if they drafted him as a corner, does that make you feel any differently about the pick? It still has me worried because he didn't really play corner in college. But yeah, well, you know what they say: a great defensive line makes a secondary look a lot better. So. Oh. And us as Panther fans know that that's true, <laughs> right? We've seen it. We've seen it in action. Um, so it looks like, unless the Panthers trade up again, that this is probably it for them today. Mm-hmm. Doesn't look like there's any more picks for the Panthers. No, it it probably. I guess we have a round four, and then I guess three more picks after this, unless they trade away too much. We've, and Marty well, Herney, got... do not trade away something. St- <laughs> a lot. Do not trade away your first or second round pick for a third round pick and draft Mar- Amarni Edwards 2.0, yeah. giving up the 33 overall pick. Let's Worst trade to do that. ever. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Sorry if I um, got a little heated there. I no just problem. remembered that and it kind of irritated me more. Why the... I reasons why I hated Marty Herney. <laughs> One of many. Um, so the Panthers do have picks in the fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh round, one pick in each round as of right now. So it looks like the third will probably be the only round they don't have a pick in. And that's again, because they traded up. So, um, all right, well, I say we go ahead. Well, let me ask you this real quick. Any, any picks in the second round, we just started the third round. So any picks in the second round that you found shocking or loved or hated? Uh... You may have to edit this because I am still kind of looking through the second round because I was trying to put my daughter to bed. Or help. no problem, <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll start while you continue to look. Okay. The Philadelphia Eagles drafted a quarterback in the second round, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I'm kind of shocked, and that and that felt really high for him. He was like maybe a third, even early fourth round guy, and they took him in the middle of the second round. They have Carson Wentz on that team. I'm I'm pretty shocked that they went that high on quarterback. 
just just my initial thoughts. I mean, we've seen it now twice with Green Bay taking Jordan Love and now Philly taking Jalen Hurts, but Philly has a much younger quarterback. And starting. My thought is is they don't have a backup and they want to bring a guy in that can help them win because Wentz is hurt every year. And would it shock me if in the back of their minds is if we can get this guy rolling, Wentz has a big contract, can't stay healthy, we might be able to dump him in a couple years. Yeah, and and that makes sense. To me, that makes sense in the third or fourth round, drafting a backup quarterback. But in the second round, with the 53rd overall pick, you're drafting basically a guy that's a project. I mean, the kind of the thought on Hertz is that he needs to come in and watch for three or four years, which maybe that's what he'll do. Yeah. I mean, it's perfect, but you don't draft. I don't. To me, you don't draft a guy like that in the second round. No, that's really the only thing that I don't like about it for the Eagles is taking him that early. So if this was 2016, Carolina Panthers taking him, I would be very upset. Yeah, I agree. when we had Cam Newton coming yeah. off MVP season and yeah, right, that right. you you're upset at this pick. Um, but you know you you are correct. I'll just get uh, I'll I'll give you some props because you're absolutely correct. I didn't even think about the fact how how hurt Wentz is all the time. So it's possible they drafted a guy who's going to start six or seven games this year. Yeah. So and that's a guy that you do draft in the second round. So. And uh, did Peterson even draft Wentz? I don't know. Because I don't think he did. I'm not sure about that. But insurance. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, looking over the second round, I really like the bid Bills pick at number 54 right after the Eagles, actually. A.J. Epeniza from Iowa. Epeniza, yeah. I, this guy was supposed to be going the first round, and he just jumps into a great Bills defense, just, just loading him up. Sean McDermott. Yeah, I like... Um... I like a couple of picks here. I like Trayvon Diggs to the Cowboys. I really like Trayvon Diggs. I was hoping that he that he would fall to us, or maybe we would even trade up, trade up to get him. So I think the Cowboys have two really good players that they picked in this draft so far. Yeah, I, I also know. I like hate saying it, that. I know. I know. <laughs> um, I also really like, and and this is a bit of a reach for the Colts with a second pick in the second round. They went with Michael Pittman Jr. He's a guy we talked about in our draft preview. A guy that I thought was going to fall some uh, because he was a little slow. And he went pretty high, but that gives them a really nice wide receiver core there to add him with T.Y. Hilton. Um, so good job on the Colts. I think the Colts have had a good draft too. So with all that money that they have available and now a good draft, the future is bright for them. For how long? Until Philip Rivers is – I mean – he That's true. That's rough yeah. last year, so we don't know how good he's actually going to be. Well, you know, and they could address that, you know, here in the there's still a couple of pretty good quarterbacks available. I mean, watch. Jake Fromm is still out there. I was going to say um, watch the Jacob Patriots Eason. are going to take Eason or Fromm and they're just going to become the next Tom Brady in the 5th round or 4th round. The Patriots don't have another pick until How? They trade all their time I know. away. <laughs> they have a pick at at 87 it looks like we're at 71 right now so i oh, thought yeah because yeah, they had seven picks 
between the second and fourth rounds. So the must, a lot of those picks must come in the third and fourth round. And I know you at home now are listening to this, and the third round's probably over, and they probably pick somebody or Fromm or Eason are gone. But yeah. we're talking while the draft is yeah, going. Yeah, this on. is ten o'clock Eastern time. <laughs> um, hey, real quick, the uh, Patriots did draft a North Carolina guy, uh, Kyle Duggar, out of Lenore Ryan College. So I've oh, been yes. to Lenore Ryan before. <laughs> um, it's a very small college. The st- uh, football stadium, at least when I was there, it looked like a high school stadium. It was very small. But, uh, yeah, congrats to you. Going to Foxborough. Um, all right. Well, I think that's about it for me, Jerry. Any other thoughts before we kind of sign off here until tomorrow? Uh, no, that's that's all I have. Okay. Well, we will be back again tomorrow to look at the remainder of the Panthers picks. And I don't know, you know, maybe this is something we talk about later, Jerry, but I don't know if we're going to do kind of our final recap tomorrow or if you want to do that maybe Sunday or Monday. Um, do another rapid reaction tomorrow and then just do get our thoughts together and do a final one maybe Monday. Yeah, I would probably do a final one just overall. I mean, even yeah. if the rapid reaction is we don't even do one tomorrow <clears throat> I mean, I guess it depends on who we pick too. Yeah, maybe that's the, maybe that's the thing. Is we we'll do one tomorrow if we're extremely excited about any of the picks. Um, otherwise, yeah, we might be back Sunday or Monday um, with kind of our overall impressions of the draft. So let's plan on that. Um, all right. Well, if we do happen to trade back up into the third round tonight, we might hit a little. Uh, you might just hear me or you might just hear Jerry or you might hear both of us, but we'll come back and do a quick hitter um, for whoever that pick is. But until then, we'll see you guys in a few days. Keep pounding.